Welcome to Academic Advising for a Wise Education. This is the podcast that teaches things about higher education to help improve your learning and studying, make smarter choices of a major and coursework, understand how colleges and universities work, find internships and research assignments that complement your classroom learning, be financially sensible, become academically mature, prepare for graduate school, and plan for your future career. I'm Advisor Jay. Today's topic is why have this podcast? In this episode, I'm going to tell you who this podcast is for and what it is intended to accomplish. My name is Jay, Educational Advisor and Guide to Success in Higher Education. My goal is simply to help you learn how to learn better in school and make wise choices with your education. I spent two decades in the post-secondary educational system, which simply means the academic world beyond high school. That's where I earned an undergraduate engineering degree, was a research assistant, earned a graduate degree in engineering, was a teaching assistant, was a faculty member for many years, and advised undergraduate and graduate students at a university. Years after earning my master's degree, I returned to school to spend three years studying psychology and engaged in research into adolescent aggression. Later, I completed a year-long intensive study of existing peer-reviewed research on the psychology of human memory. I want to stress this because while half of what I use to help students improve their learning, studying, and test-taking comes from my own successful years as a student, an equal amount arose from my year-long analysis of research on normal human memory. Everything pertaining to your being a student is in some way connected to memory. All of my education was at regionally accredited universities with the exception of a few courses that I took at community colleges. All of my teaching was done at regionally accredited universities and community colleges. The wealth of knowledge I gained over these years is not limited to a particular institution and neither will the advice I share with you. Now there may be exceptions to that sometimes. If you're meeting with me through an online advising session, there are going to be things I will tell you that will be tailored to the type of school you are at or want to go to, but otherwise, in a general sense, most of what I tell you will not be institution-specific in this podcast. During these many years as a student, a faculty member, and an advisor, I found that students were expected to know things they had never been properly taught or never taught at all, and plenty of other information that would have helped them make intelligent decisions was simply not part of what higher education conveyed to them. I also found that parents were typically unaware of some things and unfortunately trusted the educational system to look out for the best interest of their kids. With this podcast, I want to help parents be better informed. It's terribly difficult to make the best choices when you do not have all the information needed or when it's unclear what to do with that information. And this is why I stress that the podcast and my personalized advising are not meant to simply pass along information. They are intended to help you gain the wisdom necessary to make smart decisions. Be aware that what is a smart decision for you may differ from the decision that another student ought to make. Whenever possible in my past work at academic institutions, I taught students many things beyond the lecture or laboratory content of the course, but the information I shared could only benefit a small quantity of people at a time, namely the people who are in the class. In contrast, a podcast has the capacity to reach far more ears, thereby benefiting far more people. 
Millions of new students enter the post-secondary education system every year, and most do so without being fully equipped for the large investment they are making with their time and money. They bring with them lots of assumptions about how college or university will be. They get information, sometimes accurate, but often inaccurate or incomplete, from friends, and they probably figure that everything else they need to know will come to them in time, and that a few years later they will graduate, get a great job, and life will go smoothly. Well, that's a lot of assuming and accepting advice from non-professionals and from people who are not insiders. Over a four-year period, the total cost to earn an undergraduate degree at a state university for an in-state student, including housing, food, and transportation, can easily exceed $100,000. For out-of-state students, that cost could be 50% greater. For people at private institutions, the cost could be 100% greater. Here's the question I want you to think about. Does it make sense to invest $100,000 or more dollars of hard-earned money on something based on speculation, information from friends, and an assumption? that everything will work itself out. Does it not make far more sense to learn from a professional on how to navigate the educational system? How to decide what path is right for you? What work you should expect to do as a student? How to be an excellent student? How to plan for after earning your undergraduate degree? And what you can realistically expect for this major investment? You should want your investment in education to pay off, and yet that requires as complete an understanding as possible in advance combined with excellent reasoning and decision-making along the way. This is the same thing I would tell anyone who wanted to make any kind of investment. However, making good decisions requires not just knowledge, but wisdom. In this podcast, I intend to teach you both, knowledge and wisdom. Maybe you're wondering why you should get help from me when there are advisors at community colleges and universities. Now, that's a good question, but before I give you the answers, you need to understand that the objectives of the people who run public colleges and universities probably do not match what you assume or have been led to believe. These institutions as they exist today are far less about meaningful undergraduate education and helping students reach career objectives than they are about profit. This is why classroom sizes have grown considerably over the past quarter century, while the infrastructure needed to support these very large packed classes have hardly grown proportionally. At a university I was teaching at in 2003, I remember how excited administrators were at the building of a 500-seat auditorium for holding classes. I'm not talking about theatrical presentations per se. I'm talking about just everyday classes in any particular subject. Now, this was back when my class sizes and those of other faculty were still no more than about 40 people. Imagine how that played out. For the classes affected by this huge auditorium, the university could have one faculty member teaching 500 people at a time rather than 12 professors teaching 12 classes of about 42 students each. That's 11 fewer faculty members and 11 more much lower paid teaching assistants. If you view education purely as a business, having huge classes like that seems like a smart move, as is accepting thousands more students to the institution than you have the overall capacity for. Likewise, shortchanging students on all the support services needed for their education. Keep all of this in mind as I tell you what I can offer you that the typical public post-secondary institution of today is unlikely to. Here's the first thing. Most advisors I met, that is, colleagues on campuses, they were nice people, but the qualifications to become an advisor are actually quite low. Almost no academic advisor will have been a faculty member, and that means there's a huge part of academia they have not been in. 
Now, sure, every advisor used to be a student, but that's not the same as being in the position of a professor. As a former faculty member, I know the general perspective of professors and what it is like to teach classes, participate in committees, and interact with administrators. The more you learn about these things, the better you will be able to relate to your professors, and that's important because you're going to have to interact with faculty members throughout your schooling. The second advantage I have over most academic advisors is my work in graduate school where I was a teaching assistant. Students often do not understand the role of a teaching assistant, also known as a TA, or how to deal with problems that may come up with them. The third advantage I have is my work in industry, both before my higher education and during my schooling. I doubt many advisors have that experience. Probably most academic advisors you meet at campuses were students themselves and then went directly into advising without ever really working much outside academia. The fourth advantage I have over the typical academic advisor is my work in psychology. Regardless of your major and intended career path, every student should be educated on how to learn, how to study, and how the brain is understood to function. There is so much more I can tell you about this. Every student who received my help in those areas and followed through on it did significantly better in learning, in remembering, in test-taking, and so on. The fifth advantage I have is that I was an academic advisor, so I understand that position. The sixth advantage is I'm not beholden to any academic institution. I am going to tell you the truth and give you inside information. Very few academic advisors on a campus would feel free to do those things. And by the way, many would not even know the things that I know. Having been someone who was a student, and then as I've told you, a graduate, an undergraduate student, a graduate student, and a faculty member, then when I have entered a community college or university, and regardless of what capacity I was in, I learn very quickly who's in charge, how things work, what the overall political structure is, and that is immensely important inside information that can help you. And even though I may not have been at the particular institution you attend or are going to attend, some of it just comes down to understanding in general how institutions of academic learning function. And again, it's probably not what you think. Even when I was in faculty and advisor roles, my integrity is such that I told students the truth and filled them in on things administrators did not want them to know. While it's true my bosses had things they wanted me to convey and probably things they didn't want me to say, that didn't impact when I told a student. A student was sitting in my office and I knew something that would benefit that person. I shared it. The seventh advantage you have with me over advisors at academic institutions is time. I can talk for as long as I choose in these podcasts, and my personalized advising, which I offer in online video chats at an hourly rate, has sessions that can last for however many hours you pay for. This is completely different from what an advisor at a community college or university can do. For example, you might get lucky to get 30 minutes worth of help on career planning and graduate school options when you talk to an advisor on your campus. Now, 30 minutes to talk about something as complex and as detailed as those topics is barely sufficient to really get started 
on a conversation. For most other questions you would ask an advisor at school, you might be lucky to get even 10 minutes of help. And again, this is usually insufficient. The reason advisors on campuses have so little time to spend with students is because they're grossly overworked and there are too few of them. And this goes back to what I spoke about earlier when I said that academic institutions of today are treated almost entirely like businesses. Emphasis on getting students the advice that they need and the time that it takes to do that is not a priority of the typical administrator. Now there you have it, seven advantages of getting help from me. Now I'm not suggesting that advisors on your campus have no value. Again, they are probably nice people, but being nice is not the same as being equipped to offer somebody the help and the level of advice that they need for these important decisions that you need to make. And we're talking again, you know, I want to emphasize this, these are decisions you ultimately need to make. Choice of major, that's your decision. But how do you know how to make that choice? It's really smart if you get advice from somebody who has the professional expertise to guide you on that so that ultimately you can make a decision that is sensible and that you're going to be glad that you made in the long run. Your choice of major, your choice of minor, choice of courses, internship selection, consideration of graduate school, preparing for graduate school, applying for graduate school, career planning, academic integrity issues, conflicts with faculty members and teaching assistants, and the psychology behind better learning, better studying, better reasoning, and better problem solving are things that almost no advisor on your campus will be able to help you with all of. But I can, and I don't mean in a superficial way either. Don't make the mistake of assuming that you'll be told everything you need to know once you become a student at a college or university. And likewise, don't just assume that everything is going to work out. That would be like buying real estate without understanding the market that the property is in, doing so in a geographic area you know nothing about, and simply assuming the value of whatever you hold is going to rise reasonably quickly over time and you'll end up profiting. That would be foolish. People generally pursue a post-secondary academic education for what they perceive as greater career advantages and an overall better life. In my many years of teaching and advising, I saw students who reached those objectives, but I also saw plenty who did not. What I mostly saw were people who could have accomplished far more if they had known more from the outset and followed through on advice, such as what I have given podcasts and especially, especially the personalized online advising that I'm giving here. When I'm referring to there is not the podcast. The podcasts are one thing. I'm saying if there's advice you want specific to your situation, and that's usually going to be the case, there's only so much general advice you can take on any subject for advice that's tailor-made for you, that's going to help you make smart decisions, that's where you're going to want the advising that I give online, so it's virtual advising, direct to you, made for you. Here's a short list of my objectives with this podcast. First, I plan to tell you things that administrators of public colleges and universities do not want you to know. Be aware that I've never attended or taught or otherwise worked at a private institution. So while most of what I say is applicable to anyone in higher education, the administrative side of private schools is not something that I am so knowledgeable about. It's not that I don't know anything, but not enough to represent myself as a professional in that area. 
Second, I intend to help you understand the purpose of post-secondary education, the different types of institutions that exist, what you can expect from your education, what you should not expect, and what you should be prepared to give toward your learning and preparation for life after your schooling is finished. Third, I want you to understand the responsibilities that go with being a student so that unnecessary mistakes are avoided. A post-secondary education is not high school part two. Now really think about that. When you went to elementary school, middle school, and then high school, if nothing else, you did so because you legally had to. And you probably went with just the assumption that teachers and guidance counselors and other administrators would just tell you whatever you needed to do, tell you what you needed to learn. But going to a college or university, that's optional. And even though you're paying out of pocket for that, and so logically it would make sense to think that those people have a duty to tell you everything you need to know in order to be successful, unfortunately they usually do not. It's not that they don't tell you anything, but they don't tell you enough. And the problem there is you can't know what you don't know. In other words, if there's something you need to know, but nobody is even hinting at, hey, there's more to the story here. There's more to choosing a major. There's more to choosing courses. There's more to career planning. There's more to graduate school than what we're telling you. If someone doesn't tell you that, then how are you going to know that there's actually more? And therefore, here again, I come back to advisors on campus could be very nice people, maybe doing their best. But if you don't know the questions to ask them, you can't just assume they're going to voluntarily tell you everything. And some things they're not even going to know themselves, because in that list of seven advantages I gave you earlier, remember, I talked about expertise I have that almost no advisor on a campus is going to have, because I just have a very, very unusual background of education, research, teaching, and so there are things that I'm going to tell you because I know that you will be in an advantage if you know those same things, but other people just wouldn't even be equipped with that knowledge to tell you. The fourth objective I have with this podcast is I want to help ensure that your education is something you fondly remember because you made smart decisions and you worked intelligently toward objectives that were reasonably obtainable. Making mistakes is part of learning, that's true, but some mistakes are really costly and can be avoided with help from the right advisor. That doesn't mean I'm going to make decisions for you. I've got to stress this again. As an adult, you are the one who is in the driver's seat, but that doesn't mean it's not a smart idea to consult with other professionals. Even executives of companies, if they're smart, they're going to surround themselves by a team of other smart people who they will seek opinions from and they'll seek advice from and then they'll ultimately make a decision that they feel is best. So don't think this is a deficiency on your part to be getting help from an advisor. You're actually doing the smart thing if you do that. Now, some people return to school years later, that's true, but most do not because their lives will have changed considerably. They'll have too many other responsibilities. The opportunity you have right now as a student may be the only one you will have in life to earn a post-secondary degree. And that's why in this fourth and final objective, I say that I want to help you make the most out of this. This podcast is primarily directed toward people who are in college or university or who intend to be, but it can also benefit parents. I strongly advise parents against assuming that they can just trust the educational system to look out for the best interests of students. Please understand that post-secondary institutions of today are primarily handled as businesses, and administrators seem to spend a lot of time looking at spreadsheets and enrollment figures compared to the time they spend on issues pertaining 
pertaining to quality education. Administrators are mostly interested in doing what they think will serve their profit-seeking objectives, and those interests may or may not coincide with what is best for students, though no administrator is going to tell you that. The information you hear in this podcast is not tailored to any one person's circumstances, but as I've said earlier, another of my offerings is online advising via Zoom for a fee. Now, I encourage you to consider this as a way to get personalized help with your particular situation. This is important. Do not think that the podcast is going to teach you everything you need to know. That would be impossible. Most of the decisions that you need to make do involve specifics pertaining to your circumstance. I need to know those specifics, and I can't make some general advice to everyone who might listen to the podcast that would cover all possible situations. If you want to talk to me one-on-one, you're welcome to consult with me about a lot of things. Here are some examples. Deciding where to go to school, choice of major, choice of minor, degree objective, selection of courses, study skills, test-taking, the value of cooperative education and internships, how to find internships and evaluate their worth so you're not wasting your time, how to handle problems in your coursework, problems with faculty members, problems with teaching assistants, problems with administrators or elsewhere on campus, academic integrity, campus safety, student organizations, establishing and maintaining professional relationships during your schooling, understanding graduate study and whether it is right for you, preparing for graduate school, choosing graduate programs to apply to, and the application process for graduate study, career planning, and many more topics. That's just a sample. It's a pretty good sample, but there are plenty of other things that people have come to me with over the years, sometimes even personal problems. In fact, almost every time a student is having serious academic problems, there's a personal issue behind that. And whenever I was in a position to help someone, I did so. If a situation was such that professional help was needed beyond what I could provide, I referred the student elsewhere. And I'll do the same for you. I'll even go to the website of your campus with you online, if you like, and see what other options on people who I think might be good for you to talk to. Plenty of times, the personal problems that a person was having were things that I had seen many times before in students who I had taught. Remember, I taught for many years in community colleges and universities, so I saw thousands of students with many problems. When you're at the age of what we call in psychology emerging adulthood, which is in your late teens through your middle 20s, then it's often the case that you just don't have the experience to know what to do with a situation or the multiple perspectives that would help you in examining some predicament that you're in. And so I will be helpful to you there. Just about anything pertaining to schooling will be fair to ask me, and I'm talking about these one-on-one advising sessions, and I promise you, if there's something I do not know, I will tell you that. I am not going to BS you. If I am speculating on something, I will tell you that. If I am purely guessing on something, I will tell you that. And this is a level of honesty that's a big advantage to getting help from me. If you want to arrange a meeting with me, you can reach me at the contact information provided in the description for this podcast. Be sure to mention your name in your message so that I can respond to you as a person. Also include a detailed description and explanation of your situation and clearly state what help you would like to receive from me. Don't assume that I somehow know what predicament you're in. There's no way I could know that. I'd rather you give me more detail than less 
If you give me way too much detail, I'll tell you. But usually people don't give enough detail, and then that results in me having to ask, and it really wastes time because there's a lot of back-and-forth communication that could have been simplified if the person just from the beginning had laid out the situation to me. If there are questions you want to ask me, state them when you contact me. If it's help with a general topic that you need, tell me what the topic is. For example, let's say it's internships. Maybe you've heard that it's a good idea to get an internship, but you have no idea where to start with finding one. You have no idea how to evaluate a potential internship. And so you might just say what I just said to you. I want your help with internships, how to choose one, how to evaluate one, what I should expect to get out of one, and so on. But if it's specific help you need, with some problem that you're having. That's where really giving me the full details is going to be so helpful to me so that I can give you the best possible advice. Be sure to tell me your availability over the next week or two for a meeting via Zoom. Give me days, give me times of day, and give me the time zone that you are in. In some cases, a person may need a one-time session to get questions answered and to hear my advice. But in other cases, a person may want or need multiple sessions because the topic may be too much to address in one session. And I'll give you my professional opinion on that. Or maybe you want to arrange for ongoing advising every two to three weeks. Maybe there's no particular problem you're having, but you like my style and you figure, you know what, I'd like to just check in with you every two to three weeks or could be every week. It's up to you. Maybe every month. I want to check in with you. I want to let you know how I'm doing. I want you to please ask me whatever questions you think are good so that I can make an assessment with you on how I'm doing. And that's okay, too, if that's what you want to do. I will reply to your message with my assessment of how much time it will take to help you, and I'll let you know my fee. My job is not just to dispense information to you. Keep that in mind. But it's to help you understand how to make decisions that are sensible, realistic, efficient, cost-saving, and with the best possible outcome as I see it. In short, I want you to be wise. That's all for this episode of the podcast. I look forward to sharing lots of information and advice with you. You've been listening to Academic Advising for a Wise Education, a podcast by Advisor J. We hope the information and advice presented was enlightening. These episodes offer general advice. Your situation may call for additional action or an altogether different approach. For personalized guidance specific to you, Advisor J offers video advice via Zoom for a fee. Contact J at treasureoflife at outlook.com. That's treasureoflife at outlook.com. When emailing, please include your name, a detailed description of your situation, and clearly state what help you need. Advisor J is here to assist you, but ultimately your education is your responsibility, and so all decisions are your own to make. That email address can also be used to send Advisor J any comment about the podcast. Knowledge alone is rarely enough. In life, it pays to be wise.